And I do want that on the record. <laughs> so with that, welcome to a new oh, edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing oh, Yet. Do I? Okay, so now here's the question. <laughs> do I start on your sad introduction to the show? Do I include what I had just said and bleep out what I was talking about? So I just say... I don't, this is a, a very, this is a situation full of losses. <laughs> You've unmade me. We ain't seen nothing yet. The game show where one of us is, that sounds like a you problem. I don't, <laughs> I don't edit this audio. I'm, all right, everybody, stay tuned for the end of the episode where I finally dox Wes <laughs> for getting me fired. <laughs> The game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other co-host. Who's unemployed now, Ethan. <laughs> the current score is Ethan 29 and a half. Me, 24. And Kira, 7 and 3 quarters. Yeah. I always forget about Kira. I never forgot about Joey, so it's probably misogyny. <laughs> it's obviously uh, late misogyny. <laughs> Folks, don't forget about the ladies. <laughs> that sounds so much worse. I'm, if I'm not getting fired for what I said earlier in the episode, I'm getting fired for that, for sure. Folks, this episode of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet is dedicated to the ladies. All the ladies <laughs> out there. <laughs> Boom, do 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 if anyone wants to know why I didn't put in the fire sound effects that I promised last episode, it's because I wasn't going to pay for or license fire sounds, tried to record my own, and almost lit my bathroom on fire. <laughs> I'm now unemployed and unhoused. <laughs> because of your late misogyny. But yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> so today we're going over my quiz score for... The brave little, the brave little toaster, sour expression, <laughs> and a sigh, and then at the end of the episode, I'll be quizzed on the Sandlot. I really thought this week was Babe, and honestly, I'm glad it's not. Oh, why do you, why do you have such a? You seem to be coming in with a really like strong dislike of Babe. It's because uh, pigs are one of my favorite animals, and I. They're done dirty, pun intended, frequently. I think Charlotte's Web sucks! The book, too? I can't read. Uh, that's right. That's uh, why every time listeners hear you giving a quiz, it's just me doing my best Ethan impression. <laughs> and then I also He's... give the answers... So it's really just Ethan smiling and watching. <laughs> He's gotten very good at the impression, though. Ethan just watches in wonder and awe as I read. 
Now, I'm not saying that we haven't gotten any comments at all, but we definitely haven't gotten any comments saying that your impression of me is bad. We, in fact, we haven't gotten any comments at all. <laughs> I said I wasn't saying that. <laughs> I just mean, even unrelatedly, we haven't gotten any comments at all. Uh, if you have feeling about the show, go ahead and leave a review. That'd be awesome. And I'll read it in the next episode. It could even just be sad, angry. If you hungry. if you don't like the show, tell us what. Oh, if you if you have a hungry review of the show, I definitely want to hear it. This is the podcast I listen to when I'm at my most hungry. <laughs> I am lying on the couch. I haven't eaten for three days, and that's when I listen to "We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet." "We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet" is the number one podcast in America for fasting. <laughs> It's coming up. Uh, is there a, is there a holiday coming up for fasting, or is, did it already happen? Uh, Christmas. Christmas is the prime holiday for fasting. If you are having a big Christmas meal, you're doing it wrong, and Jesus would be mad at you. Anyway, well, let's Santa go ahead Claus and... is going to be mad at you because he is the glutton of Christmas. We're mm-hmm. all supposed to starve while he eats. Mm-hmm. He gives you one piece of coal to eat because he's <laughs> taking the rest of your edible food. Speaking of food, it's time to talk about the Brave Little Toaster, and right before we do that, we'll do a quick sync. I asked Wes, uh, why had he why had he not seen this movie, and what did he know about it? He said he hadn't seen it because it's too basic. It's a basic bad movie. It's true. And, uh, it is on a lot of people's lists, so I'll give you that. You said that there are high stakes in this movie for a children's movie. A vacuum dies, some appliance is destroyed, and it hits real hard. Uh, (laughs) That there's an adventure to save something with other appliances, and it has dark moments. Uh, I gave you a point. I think it's fine out of the two possible. I think that's fine. For the most part, there are dark moments. There are near deaths um i don't know if the the, we do see a lot of deaths but not of appliances yeah i mean near deaths of appliances we Uh, see plenty of vehicles yeah but whether those hit hard is (laughs) subjective and i would say wrong (laughs) i think that some of them the problem is I don't know if any of them hit me emotionally where I'm sad. I think most of them hit me and I go, that was awesome. I would say the air conditioner death at the very beginning is objectively disturbing. <laughs> it is <laughs> it comes out of left field. <laughs> I want you to know that I think about that scene every single like, pretty much once a week because I love Phil Hartman's delivery of it's my function (laughs) and then he explodes I didn't realize that was Phil Hartman Mm -hmm. I just figured John Lovitz was the biggest name that movie could get (laughs) (laughs) hey Thurl Ravenscroft is a pretty big name I had not heard it before so he sings the Grinch song hmm I'm pretty sure John Lovett says it's at some point too. <laughs> You're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. From John Lovett's to you.
The next question was, what do the appliances do when they hear a car outside? You said that uh, they scream and run towards it uh, and that they try to hitchhike because they want out. Wes, do you remember what they do exactly? Yeah, they always, every time they hear a car, more towards it, it matters more when they're in the cabin. They mm-hmm. think it is uh, the vehicle of the master. Do you want to Q talk about I that roll. now? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there another point where we could talk about it? Um, we'll talk about it during Blanket's Sacred Possessions. Okay. Um, which I don't think I'll be able to answer. But <laughs> uh, they, uh, whenever they hear a car coming down the road because it's a rural cabin location, they create an appliance tower to get to the crawl space in the attic where caesar lives <laughs> <laughs> and they just see if that's the car of the master uh, which he's driving he's still a child yeah and uh, uh, the the blanket who's the one who goes to see whether it's the master is an unreliable source who <laughs> very easily just sees time. what they want. <laughs> um, I, I gave you a full point for that one. They scream and they run. And I, I said that was enough. Fair enough. Uh, the next open-ended question, I think you were upset about when you were watching this movie. Uh, Cause I asked you, why is this movie called The Brave Little Toaster specifically? Uh, what does the toaster do that's different than any of the others? You had said that The Brave Little Toaster isn't actually that brave. Um, if they're humans, a hand will go in the toaster a la the lobster. Yeah. <laughs> that and doesn't that, happen. And that the toaster is the cutest and most marketable, which is probably why they named it after the toaster. I would say that probably is the case. I agreed with you, which is why I gave you the full point. <laughs> uh, the the toaster does do brave things, but it's not any more brave than what anyone else does, including those mm-hmm. frogs. Um, <laughs> I love those frogs. Um, I would argue Lampy, much braver than the toaster. Yeah. Uh, Kirby... In my opinion, well, the no, only character that's any good. I would say the L- Lampy getting electrocuted is on par with the toaster throwing himself into the gears of a junkyard smashing machine. <laughs> Both imply that they know that there's a possibility of death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're equal. I just think Lampy's is a bit flashier. It's flashier, but I think, so you can get electrocuted and survive, like, most people die from lightning strikes because of the heat, not so much because of the the voltage, mm. which is something I learned from uh, Theater Lighting 102, uh, but... <laughs> Remember, kids, if you stick your fingers into a socket, it's not the voltage that'll kill you. It's no, no. In the case of a <laughs> socket, it is the voltage that'll kill you. <laughs> but, um, but 
if you throw yourself into it, the gears of a smashing machine, 100% you're going to die. You're gonna... <laughs> you're, 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 you'll die. Head first, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's why the toaster is brave. I just don't care for it. Toaster's not my favorite appliance in this movie. It's an right ensemble film. It's an ensemble mm-hmm. story. <laughs> Um, and speaking of the ensemble, I asked you uh, what the characters' names were. For the toaster, you said Toasty. For the lamp, you said Lampy. Uh-huh. Yeah, damn right. For the blanket, I really tried to help you out with this one. <laughs> you said Blankety. I wanted to be just, uh, I wanted to be kind of like garbled language. <laughs> and it should have been. Uh, for radio, you guessed radio. And that is his name, right? It's just <laughs> that's radio. His, that's his yeah. fucking name. It's radio. <laughs> now here's here's where I had to give you the point because I asked you what the vacuum's name was. You said Dexter. That's wrong. But <laughs> do you remember the vacuum's name? I don't. His name is Kirby. <laughs> so it He's really only... is unrelated to the appliance. Uh, Kirby is a brand of vacuum, but he does have a real ass name compared to all <laughs> the other characters. Named after the great Kirby Stan Lee. What? <laughs> uh, I think I understand what you're going for. It's a reference to Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. <laughs> But you're deleting Jack Kirby from existence if I'm following your train of thought. Let's just move on and acknowledge that a joke fell flat. It didn't work. <laughs> Let's break this down. Why didn't this joke work? Well, primarily the first cause of it was it's just mashing names together. Barely even that. It's more of a portmanteau than a joke. And I was not the intended audience for that joke. If you were, maybe it didn't fall flat for you and we didn't need to do this breakdown. But I just wanted to check. I like to think there's one person probably in (laughs) one of the countries that doesn't speak English natively. (laughs) That's one of our listeners who's laughing. (laughs) Are you Crane listener? Loved it. All right, moving on to, uh, so coming out of open-ended questions, you got four points. All right, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, And then moving on to multiple choice, uh, I asked you which of these songs wasn't in the movie. This is our opportunity to talk about any of the songs if uh, they (laughs) click for you. Uh, First one was Tutti Frutti. That's there. Second was Worthless, all those cars getting smashed up. Yeah. Which I think is a great tune. Uh, Bleeding Edge is the one that's not in the movie, but I did base it off of a song that does exist in the movie called Cutting Edge. Yeah. Which, uh, I've watched the movie a bunch of times. If you see the purple lamp with the big jaw, I think that thing's a sex offender. <laughs> You're going to say, I'd fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Just the opposite. <laughs> Try to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you would try to fuck me, and I would send it to jail. 
Uh, and then the last one, which is B Movie Show, which is all the junk shop stuff. Yeah, this movie didn't need to be a musical. Uh, and frankly, it seems to not want to be for most of its runtime. Yeah, I would say you said that there's a huge gap between the first and second song. I would say the second song is technically the sounds of the pond. <laughs> that is kind of a song but it's also like an extension of the first song yes in the movie because it's the same melody and i would say even the first song is which is not on my list uh it's called city of light i hate that song it's not it's like an actual song song right but yeah i mean it whatever you're defining song as we both have a working definition (laughs) i'll go ahead and agree with you he sent me all right he sent me the definition yes i can agree that it is a song song okay i'm looking up the music it's all on spotify for those of you interested there's like a song like that is actually like something played on the radio that's not from this movie that is like that's is that that's city tutti of fruity oh, no that's tutti, tutti fruity. fruity yeah tutti fruity yeah, yeah. so that's the little richard one i would say that one was the worst song really you think tutti fruity was the worst song in the movie because they decided to play the whole fucking song <laughs> Okay, okay. I understand your decision there. It would have been fine. Honestly, probably most likely forgettable if they just played some of it for the montage. If they've just made the montage shorter of them cleaning things up. But Mm. instead, they decided to make the montage fit the length of the song, and it sucked. (laughs) So what I'm hearing from you is you would have much preferred to hear John Lovitz cover the song since he is the radio. (laughs) No, I very quickly. bamboo. <laughs> Within the first five minutes, I realized that I had had enough of John Lovitz using that voice. <laughs> I I like John Lovitz. He's too much in this movie, and his character never stops talking. <laughs> it's unbearable. Which of them are bearable to listen to, Wes? They all sound awful. I would agree that the Junkyard song is the most catchy of them all. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It feels like a song that actually has thought in it compared to the others, which just sort of happens. It's very tonally different from all the other songs, (laughs) but it it works. (laughs) Actually, hold on, hold on. Cutting Edge is absolutely the worst song in this movie. It just sounds like beeps and boops, and the lyrics are all... <laughs> Which one is Cutting Edge? That's the one where they go to the master's house oh, in the oh. city, and then all the appliances start yelling at them. Yeah, that's when I was more engrossed in Pokemon Shining Pearl. Please, someone get Brilliant Diamond and trade with me. I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> And he's not he doesn't want to trade Pokemon. He fully wants to give you the cartridge and swap. <laughs> Please. And mine's um, digital, so I'm just gonna <laughs> Yeah, but you got the song right, and then you said that 
the real song would have the new appliances be ignorant. They're quite ignorant. So I gave you two points for this question. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, second multiple choice question. What is the radio called? Toaster. Got a couple nicknames, but you got the big one, which is... Slots. Calls them slots. Lots of videos online of people saying that uh, radio calls them slut. <laughs> Not the case. That is false. I never heard slut. And I am nope. notoriously hard of hearing. Uh, what? Don't Another flat joke. Count it. Number two. Number two <laughs> joke that fell flat on the show. Um, it's because it, that one fell flat because it was hack. The next question. Uh, what? You hacked it up. <laughs> number three. Number three. <laughs> Drop joke. Okay, that one was better, though. <laughs> that was the top was, of the okay. three. <laughs> of the three, it's the number one. It, it was almost It was almost there. <laughs> I'm not trying to top hacked up for the rest of the show. I need to make that clear. You can't. You can't top it's, it's honestly too good to be on the list. What's the blanket's secret treasured possession? Uh... You said that it would be the master's baby tooth, uh, but it wasn't. It's the thing he carries around with him that gets eaten by squirrels and almost gets him killed. Wait, what? I, I blanked out. What? It's the it's the photograph. It's the photograph of the master because no one wanted him to take it. Oh, yeah, right. Now, you have issue with uh, them calling this child boy the master? Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious when you hear master... Uh large connotations of slavery i'm not a fan of any uh movie or story that uses the terminology of master because it also denotes like well what's the opposite of what does that make the appliances (laughs) (laughs) it's a question that you shouldn't really have to ask a children's movie like what if they did that in toy story where they were like calling andy their master right (laughs) Master Andy. <laughs> Master Andy's coming. <laughs> they all fall to the ground. How fucked up is that? Uh, yeah. Calling him their kid, I think, is the safer bet in Toy Story yep. 1 on that count. <laughs> the only point I'll give Toy Story over Brave Little Toaster. I would even go with... Well, because they're appliances... Why not, like, be creative and call him the consumer? <laughs> the operator. Go full Tron and call him the user. <laughs> user. The end user. I like the user because it implies that when, like, when you're, when you're using the toaster, you're called the toaster user. <laughs> or the vacuum user or the blanket user <laughs> whatever what I, mean. I like to think of myself as a blanket user <laughs> I don't know if I have my operation manual for this blanket look at the blanket user over there <laughs> I'll get all cozy big sheet of rock man you're really using that blanket <laughs> 
you are using the hell out of that thing. <laughs> Look at those two blanket users over there making now. <laughs> Getting antsy. Two separate blankets are being operated while they make out. Fingering. <laughs> All right. Then I asked you, what is Lampy's sacrifice? You did not get it correct, and we talked about it earlier. He gets struck by lightning. Um, you said that his cord would be ripped off while trying to save the falling vacuum. Nobody's cord's ever ripped out, but we do see that one blender get fucked up. Yeah. Oh, he's fucked up real good. You see his blood drip from the vice. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted, during the... Uh, what kind of store even is that called? It's like just a, a re- junk... I, I would just call it a junk shop. Yeah, a junk shop. But it's not even really a junk shop because the whole premise is that he has new parts in the back, but really he's like pulling Why the does he one. get them from a swamp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's he doing there? <laughs> is that swamp notorious for just litter <laughs> i think that this movie predicted hurricane katrina oh. <laughs> the plight of the cajun um <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch his subtle accent <gasps> yeah i got bob back one the <laughs> what was i saying something about the whatever shop he was operating like yeah the, we were talking the, the junk shop but Okay, I was really hoping when he... We, I was hoping for a scene, like, from Who Killed Roger Rabbit, where the shoe <laughs> is dipped in the acid. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? The dip scene. Yeah, I was really hoping for something jarring like that. That would have improved this the movie in my regard. They should have leaned more into the darkness. You needed... You didn't want to the shadows of an appliance dying. You wanted to see... You wanted to watch one die and the life leave its eyes. Yes. <laughs> and I agree. Um, <laughs> But the next question... Was who nearly dies at the junk shop? You were correct. It was radio. Honestly, every single character near death that happens in this movie, you really wish they just died. Yeah, I was really, I was bothered by the fact that Lampy, honestly, Lampy's death wasn't that disturbing to me Mm -hmm. because it was intentional. Like he was trying to do a He would have been heroic. Yeah. Honestly, he would have been heroic. Like, even Toaster's death wasn't that disturbing. The air conditioner's death was most disturbing because it was <laughs> truly mayhem. But, <laughs> like... It sets a standard that is never met again. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying with, like, radio. If Imagine if radio's voice, like, a speaker had been ripped out <laughs> and never replaced. <laughs> Just something. This movie... And maybe I'll get to this in the review, but I'll hint at it now. This movie should have just been for adults. Yeah. I have more to say Uh, on that. Then getting to... uh, So moving out of multiple choice, you have eight points. All right. I'm in a pretty good spot. True or false, number one. uh, I said that the air conditioner is the kind leader of the house, and we watch him die. You really latched onto the watch him die part. 
That was the trick. That was the bait that I gave you. He is not the kind leader of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I did give you a bonus question of how does this make the other appliances feel? Wes, how did they feel when they watched him die? They were terrified. They all hid. But mm-hmm. then they kind of got over it pretty quick. Didn't really seem to give a shit about watching <laughs> another character die in front of them. So you got half a point, my friend. <laughs> okay, you said, nice. you, you said they wouldn't really care. Like Vacuum said, no one really liked him. <laughs> Kirby is an ice cold motherfucker. Hey, he's not ice cold. He just speaks the truth. <laughs> He was a jerk anyway. <laughs> everyone else is, like, willing to just, like, ignore the fact that everyone hated him, but Kirby's like, no, we we all hated him. Let's, <laughs> I, let's not all suffer in silence. <laughs> let's not mince words. None of us liked him. Also, if anyone is wondering why I'm doing a Tony the Tiger impression, he is Tony the Tiger. <laughs> We're all going to hell. Let's stop <laughs> pretending that we're not. <laughs> we're not going to bury this man. Uh, <laughs> so then the next question was, uh, the team travels by hooking vacuum up to a car battery and riding an office chair. That's correct. So you got a point. A toaster has a nightmare that Blanky burns their house down. Uh, you said False is correct but you also said there would be no fires in this movie at all Uh, he does have a nightmare do you remember that nightmare at all uh the nightmare is that the one with the clown yes yeah the clown firefighter Mm -hmm. which has (laughs) i thought i thought you would like that (laughs) kira missed it when we were watching the movie and i was like kira stop talking You're going to miss when he says, run. <laughs> it was a good part. Although... Too long. Un- too long and unclear why it was it had to be a clown. <laughs> <laughs> because clowns are scary, and we're here to scare children. Did this movie come out around the same time as It? I think so. Probably. I'm not going to check. You can. Um, the next question was, had the appliances stayed at the cabin, they would have been fine. Uh, you said true. It's up to you. What do you think? Do you think they would have been okay? Wait, what was the... Had the appliances stayed at the cabin, they would have been fine. Yeah. They definitely would have been fine, because the boy, the master, literally came there (laughs) to collect his, this junk for his apartment. For his dorm. With his girlfriend that's way too hot for him. Yeah. Who was definitely ready to bone him at that cabin, but he got too <laughs> upset over the fact that he couldn't find some ratty old vacuum. Oh, where, oh, where am I going to find a vacuum? <laughs> I could never find a vacuum anywhere. Who needs a I vacuum need a... for their dorm? <laughs> He's trying to bring a toaster to his dorm. You can't have those. Things were different in the 80s. (laughs) Can you imagine, like, your dorm roommate fucking vacuuming? Can you imagine the 80s? (laughs) I'd rather not, thank you. 
Uh, next question. Magnets scramble the appliance's brains. Uh, you said false. That only happens to computers. I gave you the point. Yeah. Uh, and then in a group of inanimate objects puts a human's life in danger. You said true. Boy, do they. <laughs> that magnet's just trying to fucking do its job. Going really above and beyond the Call of Duty. Someone, he, he, yeah, I think his job is on the line, really. <laughs> he's gotten two warnings, and he knows that his third strike, he's getting terminated. Yeah. I like the magnet's nose. I think the magnet's handsome. I'd fuck that magnet. I would fuck that magnet. I would smash that flat surface. I'd put on a metal condom, and I'd just go to town. <laughs> should have cut the kids should have cut the master's hand off it should have just done it that master's hand that hand of the master as if it's (laughs) like its own character (laughs) that guy could have easily moved his hand it was stuck under a pipe it was a heavy pipe loosely you could see the he's shadow. He's a nerd. He's a nerd, Wes. He's a nerd. He's never done. He's never lifted a finger in his life. Never had sex with a woman either, <laughs> and he never will. <laughs> Not if I have anything to say about it. I'm gonna cuck Rob from the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> gonna turn him now. <laughs> now I'm canceled. If I can't cuck him, I'll turn him. Flip that switch. <laughs> <laughs> this go in sure does uh and then coming out of true or false you have 13 and a half points damn and uh you pretty much got the picture i'll say you got it what was going on in that scene what was the picture again um it was the uh food processor looking at toaster wait let me just i'll look at it quick you probably stopped paying attention to the movie at this point. That is a strong possibility. And I would not blame you for this part. Alright. Odie putting his tongue through a turkey. Alright. Yeah, I don't remember this. <laughs> uh, this was during the Cutting Edge song and uh, the food processor to show off to Toaster blends up a bunch of colored balls and then pukes them out. Um, so I gave you two points for that because you said Toaster looked concerned, um, but the food processor didn't give a shit. And Toaster was intimidated and thought it would be replaced somehow, and that's correct. Yeah, I would say I tuned out in that part. That part specifically, I did tune back in for the whole junkyard stuff because it didn't. I didn't care about the new appliances at all. No there are no stakes with them. And it makes no goddamn sense that they're threatened by these old appliances. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand Why? that they're worried about the fact that the master's going to college, but, like, they're still in a house. Presumably, this is not some orphan child living alone. <laughs> I would Can even go so far huge... to say that this kid is not using the food processor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's ever seen it. And like all the all the appliances reminisce on the fun times they've had with the master. Like I'll give it to Toaster making faces in a shiny reflective surface 
is kind of a fun thing. What game are you playing with the food processor? That's the thing. I really think that at the end of the day, they're just getting off on being touched. (laughs) They're also touch-starved. And that's why this movie is actually an anthem against toxic masculinity. (laughs) Okay, so picture the human body. Picture genitalia. (laughs) I wasn't doing that before. Now, well, so you can't imagine, say picture a human body and now, assume I'm ima- not thinking about genitalia. <laughs> now imagine if the whole human body was just genitalia. That's what these appliances are. <laughs> <laughs> genitals with a face. <laughs> Wait, are you saying your genitals don't have a face? Not yet. Uh, so... Before I reveal your final score, Wes, would you rewatch this movie? I would not rewatch this movie. Okay? This movie is aggressively fine. <laughs> aggressively fine. All right? The, for all those people who over the years have told me, "Oh, one of the oh, Okay, you like bad movies? You got to watch Brave Little Toaster." Look at the Rotten Tomato score. 77%. <laughs> this movie is fine. It is competent. <laughs> A be- just because this movie has very adult themes and it's targeted towards children does not make this a bad movie. It just makes poor marketing. <laughs> and yeah, there are some bad decisions made for the plot line of the movie. Every movie has that. This ain't no Mac and Me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. This ain't no 2003 Deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even as bad as Netflix's Death Note. It's it's uh, fine. I would not right. rewatch it because it's just fine. And it's too long. It's too long, yeah. Uh, this is, this is another movie that, uh, I think I'm going to put to bed for myself. I'm not going to rewatch it. Uh, I will, however, come at this with the nostalgia angle for those of you listening that do as well. It's a weird movie. If you, if you grew up with this, it was a weird thing to have watched. I compare Uh, it to Return to Oz, really. Yeah. Honestly, they're, they're quite similar. But. Return to Oz doesn't have long stretches of the movie where nothing is happening. <laughs> it's just traveling. <laughs> right. This is too much of a road trip movie mm-hmm. and not enough of an adventure movie. They're not going to cool enough places to warrant stuff. You know what places in this movie are cool? When we're rooting around in the garbage. <laughs> and we, we don't spend enough time in the garbage. You know what's another cool... <laughs> location in this movie the death of the flower yes talk about it (laughs) i love that moment completely unnecessary one would say should be exorcised from the movie (laughs) it's not necessary but how else can you force a child to contemplate death by loneliness i love that scene I'm glad it's in the movie. It doesn't, it's so weird that it's there. (laughs) 
And would you show this movie to a child that you were babysitting? Probably not. It's I don't I'm not trying to mess. I don't think this movie. I don't even. I think most children could deal with a lot of the themes in this movie. I think they could. Like we. Like, the fact that we, people grew up watching this movie and are well-adjusted mm-hmm. people, I think, is a testament to the fact that kids can stand this movie. Like, kids watch Courage the Cowardly Dog, for fuck's sake. I love so, that show. <laughs> um, I think it's fine for kids. I literally just would not show this to a kid I'm babysitting because there are better movies for keeping their attention. <laughs> I just don't think you this do- movie would You don't want to watch yeah. it. <laughs> It's not flashy enough to keep a kid's attention anymore. Right. Like, it it doesn't hold up today. Yeah. Also, I doubt you're going to be able to find this movie to watch anywhere <laughs> in the next couple of years. For those of you who rewatched this movie with the YouTube link, I'm really glad for you. Sorry that the thumbnail was weird. I have no idea what that is. It's a guy looking into his pants or something. I, that's why I was so thrown by it. <laughs> <laughs> um. This link's not going to stay active forever. There are two full videos on YouTube. I can't imagine how long they're going to be there. The world's not missing out by the brave little toaster going away, I don't think. This is true. Um, It's got fun nostalgia. If you like it, whatever. Uh, That's fine. But honestly, on rewatch, it's kind of boring. I watched it twice in a week. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. No, wouldn't. don't do that. <clears throat> so anyway Wes your score may very well be a new record 15 and a half points 15 and a half let's see 14 and a half is my is Klaus no it is not a new record yet because of oh no Venom of two. the new times <laughs> Venom 2 you did better Venom 2, I got 17 and a half. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to beat that one. I think that's there to stay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so that's it for the Brave Little Toaster. Wes now has 39 and a half points out of his predicted 75. and has two movies left to go. Uh, I have two movies left, and I'm at 29.5 out of 64. Let's close those gaps. No child left behind. We're going to take a short. No child left behind. We will be right back after a short break. Can't remember her name off the top of my head. Literally watching another show with her right now. I can only think of Hayden Panettiere, and I know that's wrong. Uh, Danielle Panabaker. Hayden Christensen. Nope. Welcome back. <laughs> we're just Haley Steinfield. Haley Steinfield. <laughs> we were just talking Booga Boba. Uh <laughs> Booga Boba. Boba's book. <laughs> Boba. <laughs> they should just call it Boba's book. <laughs> Boba's book of secrets. <laughs> Boba's book of Eli. I like Boba's Book of Secrets better. It implies that Nicolas Cage has to kidnap Boba (laughs) in order to get the book. 
I have to take Boba out of the Sarlacc pit. All right. Number four. Number four joke that doesn't work. <laughs> Didn't even hear it. I think that one fails because my Nicolas Cage impression is bad. Lot. The sand lot. <laughs> uh, just going to say right off the bat, I don't think this movie's made for you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Open-ended questions. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? I haven't seen this movie because I really feel like it wasn't made for me. Um, the only the only sports movies that I watched growing up were really raunchy comedies by SNL alum. Okay. Uh, the closest thing to a sports movie that I watched was. I guess Will Ferrell in Blades of Glory, which is actually all right. Talladega Nights. Uh, Talladega Nights, which is not as all right. Um, and then, Semi-pro. obviously, I can't, I actually haven't seen Semi-Pro. I've seen a bit of it, and I just didn't like it because it's bad. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the other baseball movie that you and I both love, <laughs> starring SNL alum John Lovitz. Angels in the Outback. <laughs> Angels on the Outback. <laughs> Bench warmers. Bench warmers. I haven't seen it recently. Don't plan on it. They're bringing it back for. <laughs> bringing it back for a TV series, which I think is bizarre. Weird. What do you know about uh, John Lovitz it? is also the only SNL alum in Bench Warmers. What do you know about it? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about the bench warmers. Um, I know that the Sandlot has the famous quote, um, you're killing me, Smalls, which is, I believe, the pitcher screaming at the team's bad, or sorry, the catcher screaming at the team's bad pitcher. Uh, I have seen maybe like the fifth Sandlot spinoff movie. <laughs> So how many degrees removed are you from the plot of this movie? Would you like do would you would you like me to tell you the plot of this spin-off movie? Sure, yes. I'm very curious how much it overlaps with the original Sandlot cuz I feel like every spin-off is just the original movie retold <laughs> slightly differently. Um so in the spin-off it's this guy who misses playing baseball in his old neighborhood sees the old Sandlot like paved over. Uh, he's hit with a baseball outside the fence and is sent reeling back in time <laughs> to relive his childhood. Uh, and has to, like, save the field and alter the future. Sounds cool. It's not, though. Okay. <laughs> um, But what I'm guessing is the Sandlot's a place where neighborhood kids play baseball. Rules aren't as strict. So there's punching and kicking allowed. Uh, somebody's going to hit a baseball through a window of a haunted house. And a dog is mad at them for it. And they're too scared of the dog to get the ball. But it was the only one they had. Um, misogyny? 
there's a girl who wants to play, and she's actually pretty good, but they won't let her. She pretends to be a boy. A la Mulan, the one time, the one example of that ever being. There's only, it's only ever happened one time, and the answer is Mulan. The new one. All right. Ethan, this question comes uh, not from anyone in particular, but comes inspired from uh, the American Journal of Losers, our sister podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're already fully calling them our sister podcast, even though only Joey, (laughs) surely only Joey has listened to this show and maybe once called us friend of the pod. (laughs) sister podcast Cosmo and Adam don't know who we are (laughs) and I don't think they've listened to a single episode if you have fuck you guys for not talking about us more (laughs) we're sisters we fight it's natural (laughs) we always Ohana means family um (laughs) what are the four different kinds of weenies Scott is called this is oh yeah yeah yeah. This is featured the opening theme, American Journal of Losers. Skip that opening sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well now you're paying the price. Uh, a foot long, a Dodger dog. Oh shit! Are these the only two they use in the intro? <laughs> no, I've they use it. all of it. They use the full quote. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know these are wrong. A red hot. <laughs> and a frankfurter. I'm sorry, a what? A frankfurter. Oh, a frankfurter. <laughs> a vena. Ethan, what's behind the fence? <laughs> this... This is the type of question that I live for. <laughs> the answer? I'm going to stick with it. Angie dog. Okay. Alternate answer. A haven of nude women, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is my most misogynistic episode yet, and I am sorry. Ethan, who is the Sultan of Swat, the Caliph of Cloud, the Behemoth of Bust? Me, I'm gonna bust. <laughs> I'm about to bust. I'm about, I'm about to bust, dude. Sorry, that's the question. Who is it? Yeah. <laughs> nothing. You're not giving me anything else. No, it's a real person. Uh, his... I'll give you. It's a real person. It's a re- okay. So that's my hint. It's a real. It's a yeah. real human being. Yeah. In our in our life, not in the not just in the realm of the yes. movie, Babe Ruth. And if it's not, who the fuck is it? <laughs> or question mark? How does Scott learn to catch and throw with the boys? And this is the only time I've referred to him as Scott in this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I keep getting this movie confused with The Little Rascals, a movie I've only seen part of. Oh, man. I've seen that movie so many times. <laughs> Have you ever even seen the Reba McIntyre cameo? 
No. Okay. I'm going to have to show that to you. I think Froggy? Is his name Froggy? I can do dogs like this. I don't remember. There's some kid that sounds yeah. like that. And it's too much. I don't like him. The Little Rascals tries me with child actors. <laughs> Fair. He tries my patience. I'm sure the Sandlot won't. Um, Sorry, something about playing catch with the boys? How does Scott, Scotty, <laughs> learn to catch and throw with the boys? Um... Sling they 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 shoot a slingshot at him so that he can catch stuff and to throw obviously it's like ghost they get up real close behind him and they grab the back of his hand and clasp the baseball gently into his we hear the song and we learn how he learns how to throw overhand all right just like how I had to learn how to throw a baseball for the first time after I had graduated from college because I was working on a short film. Multiple choice. How long must the beast be chained up? A. Forever. B. For 15 years. C. Until the dog pound comes. Or D. Until the beast learns to love. These are ve- Wes. I just want to compliment you. These are all very good answers. Um, the childish answer is forever. Okay, and and that's what I assume a group of children would think. I would very much like it to be until the beast learns to love, but I don't think that's it. I think that's red meat for me. So I am going to say until the dog catcher comes. Just so that I can be fully wrong. <laughs> I wanted everyone to know that I entertained two much more likely <laughs> options before selecting the worst one. I think 15 years is the worst one. <laughs> Dog don't live that long. <laughs> How did the beast grow so large? A, he like was Clifford. loved too much. <laughs> like Clifford? B, he was fed whole sides of beef. I would kill for one of those right now. C, he took bovine growth hormone. Or D, Mm. there's no reason. (laughs) No reason. Dog big, dog scary. (laughs) The beast. All right. What did the boys decide to do instead of play baseball on a hot day? A, scam pool honeys. B, hiss at beatniks. C, go to the fat city, or D, cause a ruckus at the passion pit. (laughs) This is the one that you were having trouble writing. (laughs) Hmm. Honeys. What was the second one? Beatniks. Hissing at beat. And then three. Go to the fat city. And D was I'm cause a ruckus at the passion pit. The passion pit. Uh, skimming honeys. Let's go skimming honeys at the pool. That's what boys do. <laughs> Hashtag boys will skim honeys. <laughs> scam. Scam. Scam yeah. honeys? Even better. Who lives in the house behind the fence? A. James Earl Jones. 
Ooh. B. Scotty's real dad. What? <laughs> C. Wendy Peppercorn. Or D. James Avery, aka Uncle Phil. Oh, please be James Avery. I love James Avery. I just want to see him again. I love James Avery. <laughs> I love James Avery. Every night, I try to lucid dream about James Avery. Just so I can talk to <laughs> it him. It just turns into a wet dream. <laughs> I just want to be thrown out of the house. What's your... Are you picking James Avery? Okay. Yeah, I'm picking <laughs> James Avery out of Hope Alone. Okay. Extra credit. What disability does James Avery have? <laughs> I'm guessing that this was for every person that could have yes. been there. Um, in a wheelchair. Okay. As vague as possible. Hold on, hold on. It's a baseball movie. It's a baseball movie. Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou Gehrig's disease. I was trying to be kind and understanding. And then realized that there's no way that this movie held back. <laughs> what stupid thing do the kids do at the carnival? A. They pants broads. B. They take chew. C. They smoke cigars. Or D. They beat up a gay. <laughs> it's a mistake. <laughs> What stupid thing? What stupid thing? Oh, okay. Because I was flashing back to 21 Jump Street <laughs> when he punches that one kid. Um, let's... Stupid thing. Shit. Uh, what was the second one again? I think it Pants was Pants broads, take chew, smoke cigars, beat up Take chew. Take chew is a stupid thing. Smoke cigars is Pinocchio. Pants and broads is never okay. I thought you were going to say it's a smart thing. Uh, true or false? <laughs> the misogyny is over for this episode. I need to make that clear. True or false? Scotty only eats s'mores, which the other kids find crazy. <laughs> uh, false. They're jealous. They're like, wow, I wish I didn't have a dad so that I could eat s'mores all day. B, Scotty has a black eye for most of the movie. True. I'm gonna say you keep saying Scotty. I can only picture Alfalfa. True or false? Squints ends up marrying the girl he coerces into kissing him. Sorry, we're fast forwarding. There's an epilogue to this movie. Um. Unfortunately, yes, this is true. True or false, Scotty's mom forces Scotty to ask Bill, his stepdad, how to play baseball, promising he has the time when Bill is in fact working. Uh, false. Bill's unemployed. He sucks. True or false, Scotty goes on to become a professional baseball player. false he's a rec league ump and he became scotty pippen 
true or false, it's revealed that one of the boys is simply lost to the 60s. Absolutely true. <laughs> I should have done a screen grab question where I asked you to point which one is lost. <laughs> if only I remembered. Uh, okay. Screen grab has been sent. Oh, boy. Okay. It's children. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> I'll stop you right there. <laughs> I've already had enough. All right, children. What are the children doing? Um, one of their... Hold on. We're in a... a tr- some sort of tree-based clubhouse. Some might call it a treehouse. It's not finished enough to be that. They're all holding on to a long metal rod. Well, three of them are holding on to a long metal rod. One of them is just looking over the edge. Um, and they are trying to... It looks like a pool skimmer. I don't think it's a pool skimmer, and I think it's just because I said skim earlier. Um... They're trying to shoo something away from the base of this tree so that they can get back down. And I'm going to guess the kid on the left with the Dodgers hat is uh, Scotty. Okay. I keep looking around. Miss tree houses. I never had one. Always wanted one. Every tree house I ever came across, the owner of the property was always like, eh, it's real old. Don't go up there. It'll fall apart. <laughs> That's like five or six tree houses I've come across. You ever watch that? I think it's a, a TLC show. Maybe it's an HGTV show where that guy just goes and builds crazy tree houses in people's backyards. No, I haven't. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> Doesn't sound like your thing because it's really not mine either. Nah, I like it. Uh, what else can I say about this picture? That's enough. Uh, You've been listening. He's had enough. <laughs> You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan 29.5. And Wesley 39.5. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at EGeese. And you can follow me at Baby Wesley on either. And remember, misogyny is done now. We beat it. Cancel. We beat it. (laughs) Misogyny's been (laughs) retooed. Finally.